to Cards Subject to Change right here on the Onstage Blog Network at onstageblog.com, the one-stop shop for all your wrestling needs on Onstage Blog. Seriously, that's, that's, that's it's the one-stop stage shop. There you go. Um, literally the only stop on the literally the only stop for wrestling. <laughs> Joining me, as always, are my amazing co-hosts, this trifecta, these three horsemen. They are, first of all, Mr. Forrest Helvey. How are you, sir? How's it going, Chris? Good to hear from you, my friend. And, of course, Ken Jones, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm pumped for WrestleMania. Oh, my God. It's, what, four days away? Three? I, yeah. I, oh. I've, I've lost, I mean, after seven days, I just basically think it's tomorrow. So, <laughs> And I want it to be tomorrow. But, um, yeah, no, biggest, biggest event of the year. What might be the biggest WrestleMania we've had in quite a while. And we're doing a special episode this week uh, of kind of a pregame, a preview, if you will, of the big show. And a uh, lot to talk about. Obviously, I think there's like four plus hours of wrestling that day. So it's. Um, I think that's a conservative estimate. Yeah, conservative. Conservative. <laughs> conservative. Um, so we're going to get a lot of matches. I think there's, it's what, a 15 uh, event card? 15 matches on the card. At Good least. Lord. Good Lord. Um, so a lot to break down. So, and we're going to do it all today. We're going to give our picks. We're going to give some thoughts on each of these matches uh, that are coming up. Some of them deserve more attention than others. Let's be honest about that. Um, but let me just real quick, just a general thought from both of you. What is like the one big thing you're looking forward to the most from this WrestleMania? Kenny, let me start with you. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's the triple threat women's championship match at the top of the card. First, first time in the history of WrestleMania that the women are closing the show. And uh, you got Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. So it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. And, they, course, and the thing is, oh, like, they totally deserve it, too. Totally. They've earned it. Totally. Um, Forrest, how about you? What is your one big thing you're looking forward to the most in this? All right. So overall, I think, you know, in terms of what I'm looking forward to here, um, I want to see some stories move forward for 2019. I want to I want to have some sense of direction of where WWE is going after, you know, after Mania. I agree. There's a lot of different avenues they can go in with some of these matches. And I'm worried we're not going to get some clean finishes. Things are going to be left up in the air. Um, I've got some thoughts on spe- some specific matches uh, going forward. But, yeah, we'll see. I, I think that for me that's the big thing is that there's – we think that there's a, a direction that they're going to go in with some of these matches. But um, I, I'm I'm ready to be shocked and outraged and <laughs> flipping cars and whatnot. So there you go. But um, all right, gentlemen, well, let's let's get into it. Let's start talking about – the card itself, and let's give some thoughts and picks on each of these matches. Let's start, if you will, with the women's battle royal, and basically it's Asuka and all the women mid carders. <laughs> not gonna go, not yeah. gonna go down the list and, and name each person, but let's just just assume that if it's a woman uh, who has been on TV in the past year, uh, other than NXT, they're probably most likely in this event, um, minus Lacey Evans. So. Ken, let me start with you. Mm. What are your thoughts on the women's battle royal in general? And then I'll ask for your pick a little bit later. I mean, it's a bloody shame that Asuka has been relegated to the women's battle royal. (laughs) Um, 
other than that, I it's it's on the pre-show. Uh, I, yeah, whatever. It's if it's anyone other than Oscar. Um, I mean, they'll probably actually. You know what? This is this is probably where they'll they'll insert Lacey Evans, and and she'll be involved in the outcome or something. Hmm. It, it's it's weird to see her kind of pop in and pop out. The, the fact that they're still doing it, and um, I don't get it. I actually I actually addressed her on Instagram. I never do this with celebrities, but I actually responded to her post the other day of her walking down the aisle. I'm like, why do they have you do this? I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be building to something. It's just we don't need three months of this. Ah, where she just walks down the entry ramp and then back up. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Forrest, any thoughts on the women's All battle right. royal? So, in terms of you know, um, you know, looking at the women's battle royal, you know, Kenny, I think I think I heard you talking about really the only option here is going to be Oscar. You know, I think we got a little bit of a preview of that in the go home show from uh, SmackDown last night. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've they've really abused this character. You know, we think about the uh, you know somebody getting the the privilege and the opportunities given to her you know um and then those who've had the opportunities taken away i think you've just described oscar so i think somehow they need to use this woman's battle royal as a means to position her back into a title picture uh moving out of wrestlemania absolutely so forrest who would be i'm, I'm assuming that oscar's your pick for the winner for this event yeah yeah so she's she's got to be the one that that takes home the win so that way they can position her i think you know it, for the post uh, Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, uh, title run. She's got to get back into the mix. Absolutely. Ken, how about you? What's your pick for this match? Uh, I mean, it's probably not a good sign for Asuka that she was standing in the ring Tuesday night at the end of whatever that mixed gender uh, tag, seg- mm-hmm. whatever that segment was. It was a little confusing. Uh, so I, it's, it's probably not going to be Asuka. Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, so I'll go with like uh, uh, Ruby Riot, maybe Selena Vega. Uh, yeah, let's go with the Ruby Riot. Oh, you can't pick somebody from the fodder squad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to go with a different pick as well. I think this is going to be a somehow of a screw job slash mm. betrayal angle. And. I think I think you're going to see Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville win this thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, by screwing over Mandy in some way or in some way or another, um, I, I think it's going to be Sonya because I think I think she's due. Um, I think they they they've been toying with that her turning her back on Mandy or vice versa. Yeah, they've been teasing for a while. That. Um, so I don't think yeah. they're going to give up on that just yet. So that's my pick. So good, we got three different picks there uh, for that one. All right, folks. Let's move on. The Andre the Giant Memorial Men's Battle Royal. Again, just chock full of mid-carters and Braun Strowman and mm. Michael, Michael Che and Colin Jost. But, um, Forrest, let me start with you. What are your th- general thoughts on this match? And then give me your pick for a winner. So I, I kind of want to approach this from the opposite spectrum. I want to pick the loser. Um, Ooh, and I okay. think that's going to be us. <laughs> uh, we lose. <laughs> you know what? I, I heard this from somebody else, and I think this is brilliant. We should be making the Andre the Giant, you know, men's battle royal as if you don't place in the top half, you lose your job. <laughs> really add some wow. weight to this. Make it worthwhile, because otherwise, 
this is an extended bathroom break. And it's really disappointing because there are some good wrestlers that have been like lumped into this, but it's, we have nothing for you at this given moment. So, uh, yeah, just go into this thing. Uh, uh, you know, it's, I'm assuming they're just going to use it as a vehicle for Braun Strowman to get a win because he doesn't get a win anywhere else. But I, I don't care about this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, does, I'm going to, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to agree. I like, I have no interest in this. Um, I, I think we need to talk for a minute about, about Braun Strowman's placement in this match. Uh, if you, six months ago, where did you guys see Braun Strowman for WrestleMania? Oh, main event. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's on the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you again, know what? <laughs> it's his own fault. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's something. He doesn't have the mic skills, and I think that that's that's the issues. You know, he's he's one of those attraction characters that he can go in and destroy, and he can go into a massive you know battle royal like this and clear the house, and that's exciting. Right. But you know, he's like that significant other you bring home. Can you bring this person home to you know your family and introduce him? Uh, doesn't have that kind of staying power. So I, that's where you know I think that's where he he fell off. He just doesn't have the staying power to really captivate the audience. Uh, for more than you know, a two-minute squash match. Beyond yeah. that, his his skills really stretch. So this 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 match, I don't see it really taking us anywhere past the end of the uh, the kickoff show. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, you know, if I had to pick one winner, um, I the, the money says it's going to be Braun Strowman, but I think I think this is going to be another surprise. I think you might see uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, that's a. I, Mustafa Ali, maybe Andrade, um, mm-hmm. you know, take one of those up and coming guys and give him a little push. I just I look at something like this as a beginning of a feud type of situation, mm-hmm. um, especially with Strowman. I don't know who it's going to be with. Maybe it's from someone who's not involved. Michael Che and Colin Jost. Michael Che and Colin Jost. I mean, Ginger Mahal. I mean, do we see Lar- maybe maybe <laughs> Lars Sullivan comes in and like. You know, I don't know. Like it's, I just don't think it's, you're gonna. I think you're gonna see something weird happen here that's gonna result in Braun Strowman being screwed over, which then starts a feud going into yeah. Next phase. I, I think Shay and Joe's being involved in the match, and, and along with Strowman and their whole weird angle for the last in the build up to this, probably might cancel out Braun actually winning, mm-hmm. and then. Um, like they do something where they get eliminated and and distract him and he gets thrown out by the group that's in there or whatever. Um, right. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll go with uh, Andrade. Okay. Nice. All right. Moving on. We have the cruiserweight title up for grabs between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nice. Gotta be honest with you. Um. Not really excited for this one either. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch 205 enough to have an opinion on this match one way or the other. I know Buddy Murphy's held the belt for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, have these two had uh, pay-per-view matches recently? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> they, they've had some back and forth. But yeah, okay. I think the thing that I'm looking at is that, you know, Buddy Murphy, he's he's a really really good good wrestler, um, but yeah. he he scaled down to get into two hundred five, so he's really more comfortable. And I think in like the two twenty two twenty five range, 
Um, so he can very easily then move back up into that scale, be a, in the solid mid-card area. He's got the skill set for it. I I think my guess is he's had that belt for a long time. I think he's pro- and we need to see a belt change somewhere because I think the rest of the card it's it's really stacked towards the incumbent or the babyface. Oh, so I th- I think I think they're going to ha- pull the belt from him for two reasons. One, he's ready to move up to main roster, but also two, I think you've got to have some belt changes somewhere and there's a spot to make that happen. So I'm going Tony Nice on that one. I okay. agree. I, I care so little about this match that I agree. Uh, I'll make it three for three. <laughs> there you go. So we have some agreement. All right. We have we some agreement. There you go. All right, let's, I'm following let's get... your lead, Forrest. <laughs> and I will let you all down epically. <laughs> let's get into the uh, the main card. And the big questions that I have, um, which basically, I mean, we are now four days from WrestleMania, and there is no Raw, Raw tag team title match announced. Like we're not getting one, <laughs> apparently, um, and I'm okay with it because what are you going to do there? I mean, yeah, maybe maybe it gets added to the pre-show like last like the day of or yeah Saturday or something. Um, mm-hmm. it seems kind of weird that they would just not use them. Uh, so I I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I think Vince hates the revival, especially, but yeah, tag teams in general. But this is just outwardly showing. You really don't care. Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, who would is... they even who would they even go up against? Like, uh, uh, Alistair Black and and Ricochet are in the the SmackDown uh, match, which we'll get to later on. Well, and there, you know, and I was ev- having all the other, this wild thought. All the other tags are in the Battle Royal. I, entertain me on this one for a moment. Okay. So you stole Asuka's championship belt for the purpose of unification, right? Yeah. Well. You've got Aleister Black and you've got Ricochet going up for the NXT Tag Team Championships as well on um, NXT TakeOver Saturday night. So if they beat War Raiders and get that set of belts, then you could turn around, have them win a squash match on Raw, and go for a trifecta and unify the tag team belts. Mm. Now, if this sounds silly and ridiculous, I would say you're correct. But then again, <laughs> it's ridiculous that you don't have the Raw Tag Team on WrestleMania. So yeah. what the heck? Mm, indeed indeed and also no john cena announced either or undertaker for that matter um i'm not i'm not so shocked about undertaker uh because i'm like you know what it's probably it's probably good that he's not there uh but cena definitely was surprising because i thought this might be his last wrestlemania for a while um It, it sounds like he like it sounds like cena has a match they're just not announcing what it is Mm-hmm. And I guess Undertaker doesn't have a match and isn't they don't have anything scheduled and he's more interested in that uh um Saudi uh Saudi Arabia money than WrestleMania paid. Get that Saudi Arabia money, not WrestleMania <laughs> money. There you go. There you go. So let's move on to the tag team championships where we have the Usos defending the championship against the bar Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Ricochet and Alistair Black. So, gentlemen, give me some thoughts that you have on this match. So, for this one, you know, I I would like in some ways to see Ricochet and Alistair Black bring home some gold. But the issue that right now they're competing, they just won the Dusty Cup in NXT. They're now going to go compete against War Raiders. You know, um, 
they've got to take a loss someplace. They're, I don't think they're going to see you know somebody as the dual tag champs. So on the other hand, I really love seeing the Usos hold that belt and kind of maintain that you know that uh, that that hold that and really have a nice long extended run. Um, so while I want to see Ricochet and Alistair win, um, I, I, I prefer to see them remain a little bit more anchored in uh, NXT. So I would, I'm going to say Usos take the win, and they're probably going to go ahead and get the pin on either Rusev or Shinsuke uh, for the match. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree with Forrest on this one. Contrary to what Chris said on our last pay, uh, pod about the best tag teams division being on Raw, um, I think the best tag team divisions on SmackDown, clearly based on the fact that uh, there's actually a tag team SmackDown actually a match, match <laughs> at WrestleMania. Um, I would like to amend my volumes. previous statement, by the way. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Just admit that you were wrong. I I, I was wrong. Okay, um, I was wrong. Awesome, and we have that noted record. for the record. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the Usos are are kind of the the kings of the mountain, not just yeah. because they have the the belts. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Usos. You know, I think they're a strong enough face to build a division around. I think you just need to find that right rival for them. I don't think it's the bar. I don't think it's Rusev and Shinsuke. Um, Ricochet and Alistair back aren't heels. I don't think they are. Um, you know, so I, I think they're, they're a good enough team where it's, my gosh, if you can just find the right uh, – rival in a way uh-huh. then you can build something really compelling but yeah you know the days of the hardy's edgy christian and the Dudleys, those are gone and you know it's you really need you know the, this development of of tag teams or you got to start bringing things in i think i think this is where the 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 uh loss of not getting the young bucks is uh-huh. really kind of playing out yeah. you know and uh you just need some new blood in this tag yeah. division. So. I mean, you can only have the Usos against the Bar or the Usos against the New Day or New Day against the Bar so many times. Right. Uh, it, it, the Bar has kind of gotten stale, I think, as as much as yeah. I love Cesaro. Um, and and they don't know what they're doing with Rusev and Shinsuke. So it and well, like Forrest said, I don't think they're going to put the titles on Ricochet and Alistair Black. So. And and here's where I think looking at NXT TakeOver is going to be really important because you've got a title match right now between Johnny Gargano and uh, Adam Cole, all right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you had this amazing story for over a year that they were building between Gargano and Ciampa, and Ciampa went out with his neck, you know, surgery, so he's out of the picture, vacates the title. Um, but Gargano's never had his run with the NXT title yet. And mm-hmm. I think really before they fully pull him up to the main roster, he's got to have that behind him. So what I what I've been kind of wondering about is I mean Adam Cole if you're not familiar you know I mean he's in many ways he strikes me as as a heartbreak kid you know um, he's got a very similar look feel that just swagger and and, and charisma uh, he drips and he is a ripping heel uh, and he's somebody I think that the main roster needs and then behind him he has the new era stable and I think when when he loses that title match. I think they're going to pull him up to the the main you know uh, roster, and he's going to bring the new era with him. And mm. then you've got some really effective heels that can come in and then provide somebody like the Usos with a really, I think, dynamic uh, set of opponents. Because you're talking about you know that that similar build, they're high flyer, fast action, but some good ring skill work um, that I think they they would have somebody to bounce off of. So 
I think I I think you're going to see Ricochet and Aleister Black take the gold down in NXT, and then I think they're going to have a space open up for Adam Cole in the new era to go ahead and move in. And there's your there's your tag team that's going to go ahead and face off on the Usos for for a nice run. Yeah, I, I think I think the other thing too, like the Raw and SmackDown after after WrestleMania, you always have new call ups, right? And then I, I think usually within a month or two, there's also the the uh, draft or whatever, where they, you know, shake up the rosters and move a couple people from Raw over to Smack SmackDown and vice versa. So, you know, maybe the Bar or the Usos jump over to the uh, the Red Brand uh, in the next month or so. Who knows? Right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll agree with you guys. I think you're going to see the Usos retain uh, to really, you know, build build this division back up so you know we'll see we shall see yeah good all right so let's move on to the women's tag team championship where you have the champions sasha banks and bailey versus nia Jax and tamina versus beth phoenix making a return in natalia and the iconics iconics <laughs> now here's the thing awful I'm gonna, awful i the iconics are growing on me as a act yes as as wrestlers eh, i mean yeah. whatever whatever agree but they're great. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm digging they're it. The and they're good on the mic. What can I say? And what they do. they're much better than Sasha Banks and Bailey on the mic. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, to me, the only, the only thing I could really see happening is one of two things. Either Sasha Banks and Bailey retain or Nia Jackson to me to win it. Really? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't think that Beth Phoenix or, and Natalia are in play? I, I just don't trust that Beth Phoenix is, is back in a way that she's – like then back. why bring her back is my question i think that i mean i i think this is a one and done i think it's her to get yeah. a, some sort of wrestlemania moment and and compete in a you know stronger women's division than it was when in her era but i don't i don't see her being like it's not like a kurt angle return where it's like okay we're gonna see beth now for another year so to speak i think this is like her one match back hmm so I think it's either going to be Nia, and I I don't mind the fact that it's like, uh, you know Nia Jax and Tamina winning the belts. Um, I think it's good if you have the belt. You know, heels have a belt or something like that. Um, although at the same time, I mean, those two, at least Nia Jax probably works better as a singles competitor. I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah th- that's my thought on that. Is that it's either going to be Sasha and Bailey winning it, or they're going to lose to Nia and Tamina. Mm. I, Chris, there, there's really nothing in that that I would I would disagree with. I will just go one step further and say I think that it's probably gonna be Nia Jackson Tamina again because I think we have to look at some belts have to change hands. It's gonna have to be kind of exciting. Um, so I I would instead of being fifty fifty, I'd probably be more sixty forty for Tamina and uh, Nia. But I still think there's a pretty good chance that they're gonna let Sasha and, and Bailey hold on to the belts and let them get established before they finally make a, a shift. Yeah. I should I also mean, note that I would be, uh, I'd be a hundred percent okay with the iconics winning the belt. Oh <laughs> no, 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 no. A hundred percent. What they would, what they would do with those belts. My God, I, I would, would, would it be iconic? It would be iconic. You're awful. <laughs> and I'm doing the pose by the way. Nice. And that's worse. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I just don't see Nia Jackson Tamina winning this. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think 
they put the belts on Sasha and Bailey, and, and I'm at was at Fastlane, so I think that um, I think I said at the time that they probably wanted to keep them on them for a while to establish the belts and establish Sasha and Bailey. So I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with uh, Sasha and Bailey retaining. Yeah, it's funny. Agreement if... though, for the most part, I mean, we don't see. And Chris, I, I, like you said, I agree with the, the idea of Beth Phoenix. I think this is just a nostalgia, you know, bringing out a legend and, and that's mm. as it goes. You know, it's. I, I think it's weird that you're not seeing the the Riot Squad in this match. Um, if if the Riot Squad was involved instead of the Iconics, I, I could see it having more possibilities of of different victories there, but. Yeah, no, it's 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 a weird setup because easily you could see the iconics being in the women's battle royal and putting the riot squad or um, Mandy and and Sonya or you know anybody basically or Carmella and uh, gosh I'm I'm blanking on names right now uh, Naomi so it's just it's weird that that you've got the iconics in there but I think there's a, probably a reason why um, but yeah I think it, it, I, I think yeah they'll have some fun spots in there I think. But I mean, it's they're the fodder squad at this point, you know, not not the riot squad. I mean, every time that any one of those three wrestlers goes out, they are meant strictly to feed Becky, you know, Rhonda. Rhonda. Yeah. And so to put them in a tag team match, I think would absolutely devalue those belts because those are the jobbers. And mm. I think, you know, at least the iconics, yeah, they cheap, but that's that's good heel behavior. Yeah. They've at least squeaked off a win or two here and there through through good heel behavior. Heel or not, it doesn't matter. You know, the job squad is going to get jobbed, you know? Yeah, that's true. You that's know true. what? I'm changing my pick. Whoa. I'm going with Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Whoa now. I think, uh, I think that Beth Phoenix is not back just for one match. And I think that they, maybe not like for a full year, but maybe for a couple of months, like through SummerSlam or something. That she's here for maybe to hold the belts for a while, and then to maybe have like a short feud with Natalia. Could be it, or you know maybe a match with uh, Becky Lynch or, or Charlotte down the road. So you know what? And honestly, if with, she is, I'm going with them. If she is good for her, I mean, you know, not for nothing, Edge, you stay home with the kids while right. she goes to wrestling. <laughs> you know, like, just be careful about your neck. Just yeah, <laughs> oh jeez, just yeah. no, no roughhousing with the kids. No roughhousing. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on. We have next, a, in a farewell match, Kurt Angle. Arguably one of the greatest WWE superstars. Angel. Angel. Uh, <laughs> going up against Baron Corbin, Ooh. at least right now. At least right now. A um, lot of rumors are speculating that Cena might insert himself into mm. this match. Uh, which I'd be like, eh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm. It has it has a nice symmetry to it. I just I, I don't know. I yeah, don't, I, I would be cool with it. Uh, from what I've read, it doesn't sound like that's what's happening. Unless they're just trying to throw people off the scent. Now I could see Cena jumping in at the end, but I'm going to give the win to Corbett on this one. Um, oh, wow! Kurt goes and, out on his back. <laughs> Kurt's going to go out on his back, and I, for a couple reasons, you know, one. You know, there's the old school mentality of when you are leaving, you put the other person over, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Kurt is in that regard. He has that old school ethics. So I can see him him doing that. Um, the other pieces, I think they're trying to build some monster heel heat behind Corbin. They need bigger, stronger heels. Um, so I, I mean, think he's already that, got the heat. 
Yeah, he's got the heat, but People then what happens if him. you actually get the win over Kurt Angle in his last yeah. match? I think they're going to see what would that look like. Oh, and he could um, say so that. So I think forever. that's another reason for it. Ooh. But then I think the Cena piece kind of makes a lot of sense because then what you can do is you can have Corbin get his technical win in the ring, but you can have Cena come out and do a beatdown on Corbin, and then it, you can still have that picture of you know Cena and Angle in the ring, kind of you know we got the last laugh. So. He gets the moral win, but you're still going to see, you know, the heels get some victories in here. Interesting. Could be interesting. I, I'm with you. Yeah. I think I like that. I like that that writing there for us. You should work for the WWE. That's uh, actually that, pretty good. That <laughs> makes sense. I concur. <laughs> yeah, you, you convinced me. Uh, Corb, like the fact that I can I can just picture it, kind of like how um, Paul Heyman was, you know, gloating for years and years about Brock, and still to this day about Brock Lesnar defeating the Undertaker's streak. You know, Baron Corbin can always have that trump card in his pocket that he beat Kurt Angle in his last match. And that just gets the crowd in, you know, in a frenzy. 100% right. 100% right. All right, let's move on. The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Gotta be honest with you, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, me too. I mean, eh. Shane always <laughs> Shane always knows how to do something strange during these yeah. things. I'm I'm just like, where else can he jump from? And it's MetLife Stadium, so good lord, like where else can he jump from? He's um, jump from off the top of whatever the canopy is over the uh, over the ring. Oh, good lord, good lord. <laughs> um, I think you're going to see a couple of those things happen during this match, and. I, I, but I mean, it's. I think they did a, a relatively good job building this up. Miz has been cutting some really good promos mm-hmm. uh, leading up to this as well. Just once again, proving why he is one of the best. I still don't like Face Miz. I won't, I'll never like Face Miz. Um, I'm I, up to it. Are you? Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I still prefer him as a heel, but I, I, uh, I think it's some interesting work that he's doing. I like I'm it. hoping. I'm hoping that if if Rollins wins the belt. And Miz gets thrown back to Raw, or Rollins comes to SmackDown. That those two started to have a feud, and we get we get heel Miz again. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Miz on this one. I think I just think that's the the logical. Yeah, thing. I I think there's probably gonna be some, you know, outside interference uh, with people help trying to help Shane out, and then maybe. Uh, who knows who we get? Uh, maybe someone comes in, helps Miz, and fights off, uh, you know, his his entourage. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think the Miz is going to take this one. So I I've been thinking about this one, and short term, long term, I guess is, and I have two different approaches to it. So uh, short term, I think Shane wins. And they have been building the Miz up from week to week. You know, last week, uh, you know, at, at Mohegan Sun, you know, he went ahead and went through like 16 different guys and just plowed through both security guards, but also other wrestlers. You know, uh, this Tuesday, once again, we see him take on, um, you know, was it Sanity? You know, yeah. three on one match and he wins that one. No, you know, no uh, pinfall anywhere. So I think in that regard, I feel like we're really building him up only to really kind of bring him back down. Pull the rug you know? out. 
Yeah, so I feel like that's that's kind of the buildup in the short term. Now, where I think he wins is if Kofi loses. If Kofi loses the, the match and Daniel Bryan retains the belt, <laughs> then I think you're going to see The Miz win. So he continues moving forward. And we are going to get what I've been wanting to see, and that is heel Bryan versus face Miz. Miz and yeah. that would be glorious. Okay. Would it be glorious? Like... It would be. Hand wave, big shiny robe, <laughs> glorious. I mean, so so you're saying if we if we see the Miz win, because obviously that match is coming first right. before Kofi, if that's gonna be a huge indication of what's to come. I think if we see if we see Miz go over, then we're gonna see Kofi go down. Wow. Interesting. Wow. It'll be interesting. All right, let's move on. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. No stipulation whatsoever. Just a straight up just good old straight up good old match. Yeah. Wrestling match. Uh with two guys who are just absolutely phenomenal technicians in the ring. I'm really looking forward to this one being a potential I don't think it's going to be the match of the night, but I think it's going to be a strong contender. I think these guys mm. are going to probably get about 10 minutes and just freaking bring it and bring the house, uh, down. Bring the house down between the two of them. I, I love – at first I'm like, oh, yeah, like you know, neither of them are on a title match. But I think because of that, they're probably looking at each other saying like, you know what, let's just pull the roof off because mm-hmm. uh, no belts on the line. So I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I don't know. Flip a coin in terms of the results. I mean – I think I think Orton takes it in a uh, exciting finish. I'll put it that way. What are your thoughts? I did not care about this from the get go, and about two weeks ago they had that one in ring promo where they went back and forth, and I swear they were cribbing notes from the fans, <laughs> and I was so shocked. I'm like, oh my gosh, this 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 was phenomenal. This was really really good. Bad bad yeah. fun. Um, and then, you know, even uh, last night, watching the promo, I'm like, yes. sit and talk to each other. I'm like, I, I'd been kind of cooling off a little bit, you know? And then that corporate bitch comment. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was, wow. And you just, and that the st- you, the, uh, you really landed that one. You know, and I feel like the promos between these two were unexpectedly on the money. So I don't even know what I'm expecting out of this match. I don't. I hope it doesn't go long. I don't need it to go long. Chris, you mentioned ten minutes tops and just go all out, and I think that's that's how they would potentially have that match of the night contender. I, I'm kind of excited for this one. Yeah, same here. I think uh, I, they've been building this one for a long time. Like it's been penciled in for months, and uh, it feels like the last couple of weeks is when it's actually caught on. So uh, I'm excited for it. I think what? it's got a it does have the potential to steal the steal the show, which is surprising because, like, if you really look at the the breadth of these gentlemen's careers, in a way, like this is kind of like almost like a dream match because it's like you're getting two like long term veteran iconic wrestlers in two different ways, mm-hmm. you know. And like they said in that promo the other night, one going through the indie circuit and then one being in WWF or WWE right from the get go. And and building from there, so it's just like it's like yeah, this is what you always kind of wanted between these two, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be a really interesting match. And and Forrest, to your point, I mean, when I broke down the amount of car, the amount of events that we have, and the time that we have for this show, it averages out to about eleven minutes per match. 
So there's there's going to be some squashes in here, and yeah. um, I think I think a couple of those are coming up in a in a minute when we talk about some of these other matches. But I think this one, yeah, I think you're going to get a solid ten minutes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't so wait. Chris, who are you going with? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Orton in a ridiculous finish. I don't know how, but <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to go with AJ Styles just because Orton hit the RKO out of nowhere on SmackDown. And, and I'm going to go with, with Kenny on the same thing. If this is two SmackDowns in a row where, where Orton's jumped in and he's kind of gotten the last word on uh, Styles, so I think Styles is going to end this one phenomenally. It's true. And it's also kind of a redemption in a way because like, of Styles, the finish last year too. So I think... Maybe Styles gets a win, but I'm sticking with Orton. I'm sticking with Orton. All right, let's move on. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This is going to be one of those matches where it's like a year from now, we're going to look back and be like, remember where this guy was a year from a year ago? Like I I think Drew McIntyre is due for some big things over the next year. But um, my general thought on this match is this is going to be a squash in favor of Roman. What are your thoughts? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> That's a tough one. I, I'm I'm more interested to see if Roman is got rid of the ring rust. Um, they they it felt like they protected him a little bit in the triple threat match, not a triple threat, the three man tag mm-hmm. at uh, Fastlane, and uh, I don't think he's actually has he wrestled on Raw since. No. Right. So they've no, been building no, up to not not in any way. Yeah, so they've been building up to this match. Um, I have a hard time picturing Drew McIntyre, you know, going over Roman <laughs> in this, uh, given the build up. So are you... <clears throat> I must be like pro heel tonight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here, here, I'm going to go ahead and give it a technical. I'm going to actually call this one right down the same line as I did the Corbin match. Um, I, I think that we are going to see. Drew McIntyre get the win by disqualification. Um, and that's because we are going to see Dean Ambrose come in and it's going to be a beatdown. And you're going to see Roman and Dean take it to Drew because that's what Drew's basically been doing in this whole lead up is he's been, he's been a heel, right? Um, but Dean has no more quote-unquote connections. And this does, in some extent, rely on us looking at the contract issue as a work. Um but I think that that you're going to see Dean interfere. You know, we're going to give the uh, DQ to Drew McIntyre, and then Roman and Dean are going to just lay him out and give him what he deserves, and kind of give the fans that release that they've wanted. But you still protect uh, Drew through the disqualification, and it was a two-on-one, so it wasn't really a fair loss anyhow. Hmm. Mm. I, could, I could now that you mention it, like maybe I don't see Drew winning that way, but I could definitely see a schmaz ending to this where one of them gets disqualified because they could easily, you know, have a, a long uh, storyline with these two guys that spreads out over the next two or three pay-per-views. And this is like the first mm-hmm. match of like a trilogy or, or more between them. Um, so maybe, maybe Drew gets, uh, I don't know, somebody to come down and, and start beating on reins. And then we get Dean Ambrose coming to save his, his buddy. And that's our, you know, last we see of Dean Ambrose before he leaves the company, you know, with uh, right. 
Roman Reigns and, and Dean stand side by side in the ring. And then they can continue the Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre storyline going forward. Yeah, I think that's a good it's a good idea. I mean, I still think that the Drew, Am- Drew Ambrose uh, – um, Drew Ambrose. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dean Ambrose uh, leaving his sole work. Um, still believe that. But, I'll, yeah, I'm interested to see how this, this whole thing – you know, you know, ends up. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, moving on to the next match. Let's do it. U.S. Championship up for grabs. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I mean, I think we should mention first off the top that uh, Ray is questionable for this match. Yeah, what's the latest on that? He he's uh, he was he injured his injured foot his ankle, ankle uh, Monday night. Yep. He was supposed to wrestle Tuesday and got pulled. Because of it, and he's getting treatment. They said every day up until WrestleMania, and he's hoping to go, or hoping to be able to go on Sunday. Um, so, <laughs> I guess the match is a little. We'll wait and see. Which is kind of <laughs> Samoa Joe's really snake bitten. You know, he's he's missed. Uh, um, I, I believe he's missed the last couple of WrestleManias because he's been injured. Mm-hmm. And now that he's healthy, you know the guy that he's supposed to be facing might not be able to go. So it's like, man, what's what, what's this guy gonna do to get on WrestleMania? You know, I'm wondering. I'm wondering, is this where we see Cena insert himself? Ooh, if Mysterio can't go, then mm. this would be a good place to just fit John Cena in for sure. Like, I that would and, be and honestly, kind of epic. That would be a fantastic match, and and at the end of the day, you put Joe versus uh, Ray. Who do you really think is going to end up winning that one? Oh, I'm I'm going with Joe. <laughs> okay, yeah, and I think most people would too. So it's is that really a substantive title defense at WrestleMania? Yeah. Is that going to give Joe a WrestleMania moment? Uh, put him against Cena, and you have a legitimate victory when you win that match. So, right, but I mean. The, the Ray Mysterio injury is is it's not a sh- it's not a work, you know it's he's legit injured by the sounds of it, right? So, and I I don't think that the plan was to eventually swap out Ray for Cena, right? Um, no, but yeah, I think I'm that not, I'm not sure. Spot. Yeah, yeah, it would. I'm not sure what also what they're doing with Ray's son with the, with this whole thing with him being like ringside and poking a clutch. Giving, Giving <laughs> giving interviews <laughs> in the back. It makes that coquina clutch all the more desirable. Right. Oh, maybe he throws in the towel for his dad. Maybe. Yeah. No, it's it I, I just at first I said to myself, this is the squash. Like this is gonna be the 30 second, you know, like um match uh, or something like that to give Joe a, a quick victory. Because I think he's done well with this belt. I think he's elevated it. He's certainly done more he with it. He needs to have a good run. Yeah, he's certainly done better with it than Shinsuke had it. And uh Shinsuke had a belt? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did he? Um so yeah, no, I'm 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 down with uh, a Joe win here. But I, I like I said, I think if Ray Mysterio can't go, I think he, I think this is where you see Cena. I think this is where uh and uh, you know, how epic would it be if he if Ray Mysterio came out and said, Look, I can't go, but found a good replacement and then, you know, John Cena's music hits and you know, we all start going crazy. So and maybe, maybe that's why they've been holding off on Cena and Undertaker. Maybe they have like a couple different 
options. Oh, for what them. if it's Taker? Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, it can't be because he'd have to defend the U.S. Championship, which isn't going to happen. What if like just Taker comes out and just like I don't I don't even care about the championship. Let's just do this. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, you know, they're they're just holding off on Cena and or Undertaker, and they have you know Cena there as a break glass in mm-hmm. case of emergency where they can fit him into a match last second. But if they don't have to do that, then they can you know fit him in with Elias or something during his segment or right. you know, who knows what. Who knows? So I, yeah, saying Joe. Let's move on. I see titles up for grabs. Bobby Lashley is the champion versus Finn Balor. And I want in this match, I want to take the writers of this match and slap them across the face. <laughs> like open handed slap. <laughs> because I thought it was a such a dumb move to reveal the demon before WrestleMania. Like we all kind of assumed that that we were going to get it, but like still make it a surprise, you know, like still roll that out as a surprise. When you announce it like a week before, I just think it takes the, it takes the fun out of the match for me. And I think it's going to be a squash because it's, you know, it's the, it's the demon. So I think yeah. you're going to get a quick victory for Finn Balor there. I think this is one of those matches that you can, you can shave some time off by, yeah, you know, having it be a, a quick one to you know give other matches some more time. So I'm, I'm going with Finn, and, and I agree. It's it, it's going to be a squash. It's going to go Finn. But like the two things that really bother me about this, and this is this honestly is one of the one of the wrestlers who really got me really fired up about the current you know crop of wrestlers that we've got out there. Uh, I love this character. It's probably the best entrance you're going to have going, um, but. You're talking about Bobby Lashley? Absolutely, of course. <laughs> Especially his favorite pose. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, you have you have the demon who comes out only on special occasions. Right. And I I love the IC title. It's my favorite title. But why is it that the demon comes out for Bobby Lashley, but it stays home when he had the ch- opportunity for the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar? There's mm. a real cognitive distance here why would that not come out for the most important match of your career you know he wasn't going to win against brock <laughs> because the writers don't love you <laughs> he, well he, he wasn't going to win against brock and they didn't want to, they didn't want to uh have him lose as the demon i'm guessing you know well because he isn't he is undefeated as a demon. you've got that is he really completely yeah. like undefeated and undefeated he's, right. he's undefeated right. as a demon yep yeah so and, there you go that's that's the that's the breakdown i think in the booking there uh, yeah. But the other thing that kind of just cracked me up, Kenny and I know I, I was texting you guys about this last night, you know, when you've got Leo Rush, I think it was, or maybe it was Bobby Lashley, but they went ahead and said, like, we know that you're the demon. It's like, oh, you've revealed his secret identity. Are you- Finn Balor is the demon, and the demon is Finn Balor. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Einhorn's a man. <laughs> At this point, I want them to get the squash because of really bad promos, you know, the week before. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a squash. I think this is a time saver. So we we might've spent more time on this match talking about it than the actual, (laughs) the actual match. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, next one, we got triple H versus Batista in a no holds barred match where triple H's career quote unquote is on the line. (laughs) Um, which by the way, the unintentional comedy level of looking at the, I guess generous graphic design of 
both men's physiques on the poster is is laughable. It's laughable. Um, it, it's you're putting Triple H's current head on Triple H's 1998 body, and it's it's phenomenal. Oh, I need to see this. You got to see. You got to see it. It's um, it's very generous. Uh, in terms, it's like I've seen Triple H. I saw him in Saudi Arabia. His physique is not like that anymore. But you know, let's be nice. Um, again, I don't, I don't see this match going for very long. I don't, I, I mean, it's not going to be like they're obviously they're, I don't think they're going to have the time to do their classic battles. Plus, both men are you know approaching fifty. So, well, and Triple H is also coming back from a torn um, pectoral muscle. Pectoral muscle. I think you're going to mm-hmm. probably see a good maybe ten minutes. And uh, yeah. yeah. I, but I think I, 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 go yeah, ahead. Go I, I think this will be like kind of like a I don't want to say like a Brock Lesnar match, but like it'll be short and it'll be kind of like heavy hitting and they'll hit like all their big spots, but not like, you know, there's not going to be a lot of, uh, you know, holds here. And, you know, I think they're just going to brawl. Uh, it is no holds barred. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that uh, it'll be more of a street fight based kind of match than, you know, a <laughs> technical, you know, match. I think you're, you're going to yeah, see I... the, sledge, the sledgehammer come out on this one. Oh, Absolute, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That'll probably, yep. yeah. I if, if this goes over 10 minutes, though, then then clearly... They they're they're being a little too self indulgent. Yeah, I, I would say this just needs to be a real quick, you know, pound and, and ground and, and and pull out the sledgehammer and, and close it out. Sledgy. <laughs> and you know the, the thing one is, that looks at you the way you, like, Triple H looks, H looks at, at a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. That's right. <laughs> the thing is, I can also see this movie going uh, movie this match going either way too. I can easily see Triple H winning it, and, you know, saying, oh, "Yeah, my career, my career doesn't have to be over." But at the same time, I can also see Batista winning this thing because it's Batista, and um, you know, Triple H is like fifty; he doesn't need to be wrestling in ring anymore. And you know, it's like yeah. we've seen that. So yeah. I, no, I, I agree. I think I think Triple I, H is. Yeah, I don't know. I think Sir, I think Triple H still has matches the tank, so to speak. So to speak. In the tank, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't see this being his last match. There you go. It's, I mean, he's also never beaten Batista, so there's that. Mm. So uh, I'm going with Triple H. All right, right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Triple H as well. But I could. I could see it going either way. I, I'm gonna go Triple H on this one as well, so that makes uh, that makes three of us. Now, there you go. Triple, does, does, Rocket, does Rocket Raccoon get involved in this match? Or <laughs> I, I mean, it's funny. Like I, I don't think they're doing this this to promote like Avengers because doesn't hurt. I mean, doesn't hurt, but at the same time, you don't really need it either. No, like, you don't need it. <laughs> it's like we all yeah. knew the movie was coming out. I think we all have is... our tickets already, right? Right. Um, I think this is definitely just a result of that that reunion that they had yeah. you know, a year ago, and yep, everyone was like, yeah, what, if, "What if Batista did come back for a match? Like that'd be kind of cool and whatnot." So, all right, let's move on. WWE Championship folks is on the line. Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Now, I've got an interesting thought on this, but I want to hear your oh. thoughts first. I I think that this would be the one. I think this is the one where where we're going to see a, a major championship. 
not go the way of the crowd. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan's going to retain. I think Kofi's going to lose. Yeah, I, I'm, having ahead. having watched SmackDown last night, uh, I was thinking about what it would look like for Kofi to be champion and coming out of WrestleMania, and what it would look like for Daniel Bryan to not be champion coming out of WrestleMania. And I don't see a path, like I don't see a path forward for Daniel Bryan not as champion right now. Um, so for that reason, and partly because of the promo that that they had last night, uh, I'm leaning toward Daniel Bryan for this one. So I agree. I think Kofi's going to lose. I don't think it's going to be a clean victory. And I'm going to say this is my wild of wild cards. Oh, boy. I think, and I could be crazy, I think the New Day turns on Kofi. Ooh. 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 And therefore you give Kofi something to do after this WrestleMania. Um, the angle is, you know... I don't know, I guess like you're getting all this attention, you forgot about it. I mean, whatever you want to do. Um I, because if if my thing is if Kofi wins this match, it's gonna be a short reign. I I mean that's just the way I, I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and, like drops it at the next pay-per-view or something. Right, and therefore yeah. it's a waste. If if he loses clean, then it's like, ah, oh, like and then you can kinda of, then people might get like really, really upset. <laughs> like yeah. what was the point of that? So you have to get him. You have to have him get screwed, and by Rowan getting involved and distracting and stuff, that's just cheap. It's just a cheap move. Now, if the new day turns on him, that's like a. I, I can't believe what I just saw. And these guys have been together for what five years? Five years uh-huh. now. Yeah. So not that it's going stale, but I, you know, I, I have, I read on some dirt sheets for the past year that, you know they were thinking about breaking these guys up in some way or another. Like at one point, Kofi was going to turn heel. And at one point it was going to mm. be big E turning heel and things like that. So I think that that thought is in place. But again, if you have the new day screw him over, it's yeah, we're going to probably be all upset that Kofi didn't win, but at least we don't, we we're not like, wow, he really got screwed over there by the company, so to speak. Like he is, he has something compelling to do afterwards. And I think that's, that's so- the only thing that you can do. As a, yeah, you know, and, and I thought I've, I've heard some rumors about that that same angle too. I think, yeah, I think if Kofi is to get the win, then then that match has to end with him getting a beatdown um, by members of the New Day. And I mean, they're overdue for a break. I don't know. I, I've I've never been big fans of their act, and I've always wanted to see Big E kind of break out single. Um, so yeah, if if he gets the win, that I think is the way to to handle that. Um, and and honestly, I think the safe move for them at this point with this type of storytelling they had going on with Vince may be just to give him the win because I think Daniel Bryan can still be a monster heel without the belt. I don't think he needs yeah. it. I mean, I, I, go ahead. So I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I could go I, really either way. I, as a, I, I was I was leaning toward Daniel Bryan, but now that I've been thinking about it a little bit, um, I, there's a couple of things that worry me. One would be that we get a repeat of the Triple H versus Booker T situation from like whatever WrestleMania that was, where everything was going toward Booker T winning that match. And whatever reason they, they went the other direction and everybody was left scratching their heads. Um, the other thing 
is the lack of a black uh, champion uh, in WWE history. Mm. And and so there's that. And you're just going to keep, you know, perpetuating that uh, that um, stigma or that uh, stink on the company, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, so there's that. Um, there's also the three major titles here that we've got with with uh, Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, and then the women's match. Um, all f- all three titles are probably not going to change hands. You know, the three major titles of those three, probably at least one of them is going to retain. And if you think it's Brock Lesnar, then you, I don't know. I, I could see Kofi winning actually, the more that I think about it. Whoa, no. You know, I think, I think if, if, I don't think it'll be both Xavier Woods and Big E turning. I think it's just going to be Big E turning on Kofi. And I don't want that. I do. Yeah, I'll take that. No. Because I think I think BE can carry a heel better than Xavier Woods can. Um and I think he would have I mean, if you watch the promo last night, Biggie is over the top. He's always uh, like that though. I mean, he's always like that, but for some reason I was looking at him like he's really going over the here's top a, right here's now. Here's the thing. If they do that, that's something that I could see them doing on SmackDown Tuesday and not on on WrestleMania night. So you give mm. Kofi that moment with everybody celebrating and then maybe on Tuesday they they uh have the heel turn. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So Gentlemen. wait, who is everybody going with oh, on that okay. one? I said I'm, Kofi. You said Kofi. Forrest, what'd you go with? Uh, I'm saying Kofi only if uh I, you know, I got to go 50-50. I really can't make my mind up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say technically Daniel Bryan wins or walks away with the title because Kofi is, gets turned on. Betrayed. Betrayed by Big E. There you go. Okay. All right, Universal Championship. Here it is. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. What do we got, gentlemen, on this one? <sighs> no juice on this match whatsoever. That's what I've got. <laughs> I mean... They're telling the same story that they tell every time someone goes against Brock with, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the, I'm going to take the championship and bring it back to Raw so it'll be on the show every week. And then every time they get to a big pay-per-view and every time they get to WrestleMania, Brock ends up retaining, you know? So I, I lo- I'd like to see Seth get the belt and have a nice little run with it, but I think the plans with Lesnar are still up in the air post WrestleMania, uh, or they haven't been revealed. So I'm just assuming it's going to be status quo and that Brock's going to retain. I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I do too. I do too. But I, I mean, look what they did with Roman Reigns last year, right? At WrestleMania, mm-hmm. everybody thought that it was it was his time. So to I, finally I beat can. Him. I'm in. I'm in complete agreement. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think we're going to see status quo. And I think we got some signals to that when we watched Raw this week. You know, mm, yep. you see Seth kind of getting to go over on the Go Home show. But the worst thing is, he, you know, he had to resort to a low blow to affect the win. And he's not going to have that option when he's in the match. 
you know, so, and I don't think you're going to at all want to have some sort of heel turn for, you know, Seth to win the belt. So I think what you're going to see is Seth's going to do his best and he's going to go down trying. And then lo and behold, who came back to the company? Who's going to have a chance to rebuild himself back up? And how poetic would it then be for, you know, Reigns, who now actually has crowds behind him, to get the belt back from Lesnar at SummerSlam? Mm. And I think that's where we're going to. And even on a practical note, you know, that means you're going to have Lesnar with a belt on his shoulder and all those lovely promos getting ready for the Fox fall deal all throughout the summer. And then you can have that big switch. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll we'll see. I mean, it's it's one of those like I just I just want it. I just want to see that belt week after week. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, the one thing that I'm looking forward to though is that Brock apparently loves wrestling against the Daniel Bryan's and the AJ Styles and the Seth Rollins type of wrestlers. So he's going to make Seth look like a million bucks in this match, I think. So even the, even if uh, Seth ends up taking the loss, he's going to come out of this. I think looking like a million bucks. Mm. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, gentlemen, it's main event time. Crazy that I'm saying this out loud, but our our main event for WrestleMania is the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships up for grabs between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Give me your thoughts on this match. I am expecting this match to tear the house down. Hmm. I really think that they're going to bring the goods with this match. Um, the buildup at the beginning in the immediate aftermath of the rumble was a little iffy, uh, but they've really started hitting on all cylinders. I think the last couple of weeks leading up to this and Monday night was phenomenal um, where, where all three of them got arrested, put in the back of cop cars, <laughs> started kicking each other. With their hands tied behind their backs, Charlotte got a great knee to Ronda Rousey's face in the back of the uh, of the cop car, and uh, I'm expecting a, a great match from these from these three. Yeah, Force, what do you got? So, riddle me this: it's not a question that Becky's going to win, right? So, I think the question then becomes: How does Becky win? Does Becky go ahead and get to defeat Charlotte? And therefore, we end up protecting Ronda. And mm. I think if we see that happen, Ronda's not going anywhere anytime soon. I know, I know there's a lot of scuttlebutt about her taking a leave of absence for family and all that stuff. Um, I think that if she turns around and she's protected in this and Charlotte takes the hit, then Ronda's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and I think you're going to see this continue. Then you're going to see a, a role reversal where now you're going to put Ronda in chase mode because she never technically lost so she can maintain that momentum and coming after Becky and you're going to put Becky now on top right kind of I think Rousey Rousey's kind of like Lesnar was a couple years ago where he never lost he never got pinned when he lost the title when uh, Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank at WrestleMania 31 right Mm. right and I think that they can probably get a couple more months out of that now I think if you see Ronda go down and she gets beaten clean Okay, and actually, I'll even say if she even if she doesn't get beaten clean, but she takes takes the loss, tap out her pin uh, to Becky. You know, I think you are going to see her go away. And storyline wise, that makes a lot of sense. You know, you saw her leave the Olympics after she didn't get gold. You know, when she took that hit from Holly Holmes, she went away for a long time. 
So I think in terms of her act, real world performance, that that for her to go away for a while would be consistent. So that would create a nice space for her. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that also opens up a vacuum. And I think, I think we really have to again. I think we need to look at NXT Takeover to see what happens out of the four way women's championship match there, because you have a situation where you have Shayna Baszler who is defending her title. And I think if she loses her match, she loses her match because somebody else got pinned. So she'll walk out of there clean. And if she loses her belt, she's coming up to the main roster. Watch her lose. Rousey gets beaten and Rousey's gone. And Baszler's going to come in and fill her place and be an even bigger monster heel uh, for the women's division. Chris, let me ask you, do you think uh, this match has to end by a pin or a submission? Uh I think it's going to end in a submission. And the thing about this match is there are just like, I'm thinking like Dr. Strange right now, where it's like, there's so many possibilities of how this match is going to end. <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay with any single result coming from this match. I am a hundred percent. Okay. If Charlotte somehow wins this match and walks out with both titles around. No, no. Her, I no, mean, like, no, like long already. <laughs> big, yeah, that that's true. But I mean, Big picture, long term, Charlotte walking out with both titles would look fine. Uh, in the, like I said, in the long term, short term, uh, it, it would not go over well. <laughs> no, I'm also I'm fine. Obviously, I'm fine with Becky walking out with both titles. I mean, here's the thing: I I don't. First of all, I don't like the fact that both titles are up for grabs. I really don't. And I would be okay with both titles being up for grabs, and which whoever gets pinned is is the one that loses their belt. Right. Right. I just, I'm, I'm, I just, I don't, there's, there's no bad ending for me in this match. I, I would love to see Becky beat Ronda via submission, like her armbar beats her armbar. And, mm. and there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in any, with, if, if Ronda loses in any way, shape or form, I think you, you don't see her for a couple of months. I think she probably, you know, maybe SummerSlam, maybe SummerSlam comes back that. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do in my in my again thinking outside the box, thinking crazy in some way or another. Just hear me out. Um, something happens. I think Becky wins. Maybe just wins the Raw Championship. Doesn't win the SmackDown Championship. All of a sudden, like Ronda doesn't take too kindly to that and starts just beating the crap out of Becky. And then, Forrest, to your point, if Shayna Baszler loses that match on NXT. I think you see the, a run-in from the four horsewomen uh, of, of Ronda's crew. And then all, all of a sudden, like as Becky's getting beaten down, Charlotte has this like change of heart. Like Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, my father. <laughs> and joins in the fray. And then Bailey and Sasha, Sasha come, come running out. down. And then if here again, it all depends on Sasha Bailey. Uh, if they win that match and have uh, retain their titles, and then you get a curtain call with the four, four horsemen of WWE all holding belts up. That would be an incredible ending to that this show. It would. But that it, can't happen, though. Why not? <laughs> because because Charlotte's belt's up for grabs, too. Right. But, so so it's whoever winner take wins, all. Oh, it's winner take all. Damn it. Yeah, winner take yeah, all, yeah. man. Well, then maybe Becky just hands back her title to, to, to Charlotte. <laughs> it's like, here, I don't want this. You can have so it. Thanks, thanks for defending it's... me here. <laughs> And then they all get to hold yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm being a fan here, but I'm just so bummed. And I'll tell you, I saw that match with with Charlotte and Oscar, and 
you know, it was it was a, such an impressive match because while, you know, you can tell when you see like those side holds and the headlocks, you know, oh, clearly they're on, you know, commercial break. I can tell you nobody could they they never let go. That match went from start to finish and you could never tell that there was a commercial that took place at any point. Um so, you know, kudos to Charlotte. She put on a on a great show. But um, but I think I'm just frustrated because Oscar's such an, uh, a fantastic wrestler, and to not have her up in that top piece, I yeah. would say that if and, and this is such the long shot, if Charlotte was to somehow pull off the win, okay, then she pulls the win off on on Becky would be my guess, and and from there you'd mm-hmm. see Becky and and Ronda continue to have a program, and I think that might open a door to having Oscar come back in. Um, to chase that title. I don't know that the, and again, I think that's such a crazy tinfoil hat long shot. Yeah. I think we're watching Becky walk out. Yeah. Um, and I think then you're going to see the following Monday night, they're going to unify those titles. I, I think what I see, the, the thing that I need to see, or that I guess makes the most sense for a finish for me is to see Becky make Ronda tap to win the belts. And then you have, uh, you know, her ultimate warrior moment where she's holding up both titles at the end of the show. Um, and then maybe on Monday or sometime on down the line, they make her choose which one she wants to hold on to since they need to have a Raw and a, a SmackDown women's champion. Uh, and then, you know, they have like a tournament to assign the belt to whoever, which, uh, whichever belt she doesn't want or whichever one she doesn't choose. And then um, I like your idea of the horsewoman, Chris, but I think that makes more sense with like a returning uh, Ronda Rousey at like SummerSlam Mm -hmm. that starts building that up to say like Survivor Series. Then you get a Survivor Series four and four match with, but with the, uh, those, those eight, eight women. Yeah, maybe. I just want factions. I just want to win yeah. this faction war. Like that. Give me that. We need more <laughs> factions. Give me that again. Um, but yeah, I, it has to be Becky holding up the belts at the end. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's just we'll a matter see. how we get there. We we shall see. Either way, um, I think it's gonna be a great event. I think uh, it's it's got a terrible theme song. I hate this. I hate. That they do these things. Just, just play the old theme song. It's WrestleMania. <laughs> just give me that old, that old school theme. And uh, needless to say, I'm going to be be listening to that all day. Uh, getting ready, <laughs> getting ready for this event. So um, it should be a good one, folks. But um, of course, you can watch this all live on the WWE Network as long as yep. there's no technical Pre- issues. And- pre-show starts at 5 p.m. and the main card starts at 7. What what uh, oh. what time do we think the show's gonna be getting over, guys? I think it's gonna be twelve oh five. Twelve oh five. Oh god, Christ! I, I'm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you want to go twelve oh four or twelve oh six? I think we're gonna go a hard eleven o'clock. I think you're gonna be surprised. a hard eleven. I don't think you've been paying attention to the last few WrestleManias. Ah, damn it! All right, I'm gonna go a hard midnight on this one. Oh, good I'm, lord! I'm gonna say twelve fifteen. Hey, your price is right at me. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be a long night, but a good one. Worth this it. is a stacked card. Would it be great if each match is just twenty minutes? <laughs> it ends. It ends when it ends, folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. 
I love get it. Your money's I love worth. it. Get your money's worth. And of course, gentlemen, are we are we going to do a post show uh, episode on Monday? Absolutely. We'll, we'll do something. Yeah, we'll do something. All right, we'll get and that hopefully, going. Hopefully, we'll have stronger internet connections. Just, yeah. just, just stronger internet. We're good. We're good. Can't be worse. So, all right, folks, you can listen to this uh, podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Network and OnStageBlog.com. We got a whole slew of stuff up there uh, right now. Brand new episode of the Box Office Preview coming tomorrow oh, um, yes. or today, I, you know, depending upon when you listen to this. Uh, but it's coming up a day from when we're recording this, so that'll be up soon. And then uh, got some more movie musical shakedowns. Whole whole bunch of stuff coming down the road. So definitely check that out as well. And of course, you can listen to this podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. And please give us some ratings. Give us a five-star rating. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, <laughs> uh, frog splash across these things because it helps our algorithms. Gentlemen, thank you so much. This was great. Anything else you want to add real quick before you sign off? I'm going to be very tired on Monday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got. Forrest, anything else you want to add? All right, man. Looking forward to catching you guys on the other side. It is. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. All right.